0: Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Blackcast on my phone, ready to play right now.
1: Listen in the
0: Blackcast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app, put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listen in the Blackcast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listen in Black. Blackcast.
1: Welcome to The Blackcast. Yes, The Monumentous, episode 398. That sounds like way too many. It always does when we say the number. But uh, I am Christian Black, joined by my cohorts, my partners in crime, uh, C-R-Y-M-E, because uh, that's how we roll, uh, Will Sterling, where he is uh, often usually found uh, with that, uh, that hallway right behind you on the white walls.
2: Yeah, and I'm also wearing a white shirt today, I realize. I'm like, it's very... Yeah. I'm like, got the... Br- no, it's good. I'm in heaven, actually. I died. I'm well,
1: dead. yeah. Right, yeah. yes. Uh, you just don't have your wings yet because you have to earn them, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You're going to convince Jimmy Stewart that he doesn't need to commit suicide. Uh, Jeff Duray coming to us from the library, as my wife pointed out uh, before we started, she saw you, and it looks like you're in the Beast's library. Now, I don't mean Hank McCoy, I mean, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so you're in the library there reading all of his books. What's
0: your favorite book Correct. on the
1: shelf over there, Jeff?
0: Actually, do you want to know what book I've been reading? Tell me. I've been reading recently. I've been reading Dune in anticipation of uh, the movie. So good. I'm so into it. Are you it? All at, the How'd you.
1: Seen the '80s movie with uh, Sting in it, no. or have you? Or I, have, just I have avoided gold. seeing okay,
0: anything. I know about the movie. I've seen the beginning, I think, of it, and then was like, "Yeah, this is hard, hard garbage." So I turned that yeah. off, <laughs> uh, and have not watched anything. You know, interestingly, I also found out. I think late October there's going to be a graphic novel adaptation of the book. So I think that's going to be pretty cool, like with all the art. I can only imagine. Oh, that'll be I
1: very cool. I think it's done that, by uh, his a-
0: son. Is that under a, a DC
1: imprint since that's a Warner Brothers movie, or do you know?
0: I do not know. I, just, well, I found it when I was looking through my little like digital library where I found my book. I saw that it was like well, pre-ordered. Uh, well,
1: like, speaking of DC, uh, one of the props that I've bought is uh, was a rare uh, DC Comics purchase for me. This is uh, Detective Comics uh, ten twenty-seven. This is the Jim Lee variant cover. That's how they got me. Uh, Because apparently Batman has appeared in 1,000 issues of Detective Comics. So that's why they figured that's a great reason to charge $10, literally $10 for Detective Comics 1027. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I don't know, Will, if you have that book, if you're excited for those landmarks. You know, they did a 1,000 not that long ago. And I know Action Comics did a 1,000 a couple years ago that our friend Dave Dorman did a cover for uh, do you get excited for those things or uh, not as much?
2: Not usually. Uh, uh, Detective Comics and Action Comics have 1,000. I thought was cool because it's like they both fucking reached 1,000 issues, which is pretty amazing. But then when I saw that in the ad, it was like actually 1,000 issues since Batman's been in it. I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot that first appearance was number 27. And I was like, eh, this just feels like a cash grab. So that one I didn't get.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they definitely grabbed some cash. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll – I'll show them because I I haven't bought any of the other, uh, 1026 issues of detective comics. This is the one that they got me for, but, uh, I'll be interested to see, uh, what is going on. You know, uh, speaking of comics and movies and all that stuff, I think that, uh, we're looking to talk about fun stuff, uh, for this installment. It's been a little while since I've talked to you guys. And, uh, there's plenty of serious stuff to talk about, but, uh, I would rather talk about some fun stuff and, uh, I guess the not fun aspect of that is uh will uh, are any of the dc comics you're currently reason reading uh one of the ones that uh there was a whole slew that they canceled uh including yeah. aquaman which i know i yep. still have to return two years worth of uh, aquaman comics to you
2: and i have Jeff's stack of punisher comics that he had borrowed that i have to give back to you but uh yeah not happy about aquaman batgirl i'm really pissed about um I mean, a lot of these titles are going to come back eventually, you know what I mean? Like once they get their shit figured out, but those are the two that I'm super pissed about. I actually cut back my, my like monthly single issue stuff to like, I don't know, maybe 10 books max. So it's not, I'm doing a lot of the Dark Knight's death metal stuff because that's been fun. But yeah, back on Aquaman, not happy about that.
1: I think I was surprised to see that, uh, they canceled Harley Quinn, but, but, uh, just because of, you know, of their brands that are out there right now, but uh, like it's the idea of canceling comics doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, like there's, I don't know. I think like Spider-Man has had like five or six number ones in the last 20 years and, you know, <clears throat> they'll do the new number one issuing and then they'll just eventually count it all when they need to, like, you know, amazing Spider-Man like- number eight fifty. Yeah. yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 850 is going to come out, but it's going to come out right after like issue 49 of like volume five or whatever, Uh, but, uh, whatever, whatever they think they need to do to keep that industry afloat. Um, it's been a while since we've talked, so we didn't get to react to it. Yep. Jeff's got a question for Will.
0: Yes i wanted to know because i know that there's some new lines coming out and i know he's a big fan of aquaman but i didn't know how he felt about topaz man i don't know what that what <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a color joke You wouldn't get it. as in as in in contrast to the color aqua or the the famed late 90s pop group who performed the number one hit song barbie girl <laughs> oh, and yes. also calling Doctor Jones. All of, yeah. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. Uh, All
1: of the above. Of course, the uh, best part of uh, that that uh, Barbie Girl song was the guy who had the job. Just go, come on, Barbie, let's go party. So, yeah, good times. That's that. That's uh, everybody. That should be on everybody's uh, playlist. Uh, this is the first time that uh, we've been together to talk on this show uh, since. DC rolled out their big fandom, And uh, I'm wondering, I'll ask you first, Will, what are you most excited about? I think a lot of those things, there wasn't, they didn't really offer much with like Black Adam. It was just sort of like an animation, a couple of stills and a voiceover from The Rock. But some of the stuff, I, I, I think that they had at least something to show you. Uh, what, uh, what do you think that your takeaway is that you're most excited about from all that?
2: Well, first of all, uh, the Snyder Cut is awesome and I love that they're making it like four hour long parts and just really being like let's just not cut it at all like I and I wouldn't be surprised if they was like one installment every month so they could milk people of their money like for four months and then they cut it all together into like a four hour movie um but that's very exciting I mean Wonder Woman still like I would still risk COVID to see fucking Wonder Woman in the theater if it opened down the street for me and uh I what's the other big one oh the Suicide Squad looks great looks a lot of fun. I mean, the suicide squad is like inherently the same thing as guardians of the galaxy, just in Marvel kind of, except more bad guys than heroes. But I mean, I love the, like the silly costumes. and just really leaning into the, the silliness of the the comic book aspects of it. Um, and then I'm trying to think what's the other major thing that I'm a black Adam. I'm just like, it's always kind of been like, whatever Uh, that as a character, he's kind of one dimensional. So like I don't know how it's gonna work as his own movie. Uh, I said that about Joker, but also Walking Penis is an incredible actor and The Rock has as much range as a rock. So we'll see how that goes. You take that back. The Scorpion <laughs> King is a phenomenal actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, don't talk about the Scorpion King that way. Don't you remember when he escaped to Witch Mountain, Will?
2: That's right, Witch Mountain and and I, I, the one that I enjoyed just because I like giant monster movies was Rampage. Uh, I'll give him Rampage. Really? It's just that like was that. A one. It was that hard one. I awful. liked the on game paper, too much to enjoy the movie. On paper, it was a terrible movie. Like Malin Ackerman and all the dialogue from everybody and the bad guys, like everything about it was absolutely dreadful. How deadly. about
0: the lack of representation for gorillas? You know, human a being gorilla. playing the gorilla? That's bullshit, personally. I think that.
2: PETA should have a thing to say about this. That's true. Um, I feel like I'm missing something major and I can't remember what it is. And maybe you can tell me because I'm like, I feel like I check this news every day. Oh, fucking the Batman, which looks like seven with Batman in it, which is great because I've yeah, wanted a detective Batman movie and finally we're getting one.
1: Yeah. The exciting thing about that is that I guess it's well, Batman year two because I don't think we need another year one. You know, I think it's good. Like, he can have. Ev- been Batman for a little while yeah and the interesting thing about that I guess is that the footage that they use they would shot like mm. a quarter of the movie mm. and so you're like alright I feel really confident that at least the first like 40 minutes of the movie are going to be great and then we'll yeah. see from there uh, I know that uh, they had resumed filming uh, and then I know that uh Robert Pattins, Pattinson it's always hard to get that out Pattinson. had uh, tested positive Pattinson however you say it uh that uh he had tested positive for covid but it was like on day two of shooting so i'm like does that mean that he got it being on set or just he already had it but then uh yesterday he was uh making out in a park with his girlfriend so uh i guess he's uh he's COVID free maybe mm. uh maybe that's what i don't even know if he was ever sick he just tested positive so uh Could
0: i, I think that uh, obviously
1: there's vested the interest. There's false positive. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, that has been an uh, issue where a bunch of people like on uh, HBO Hard Knocks, there, Rex Ryan's son, who's a guy for the LA Rams, they thought he had tested positive for COVID and then came back a couple days later because it was like, it was a false positive. I never had it. So hmm. there is very much that issue.
2: It doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, fun and fun I, story. And then I
0: found a nickel. <laughs> and then you found a nickel. Uh, and I've
1: heard that, uh, yeah, the Batman, they're moving like at least four months it's release date, but, uh, if, that's assuming that movies come out between now and then, uh, because you know, you might have to push every movie like years or something to see how it goes. But I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that feel like w- when you hear that, like, oh my gosh, uh, uh Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, you know, the sparkly mm-hmm. vampire kid, sparkly Batman tested positive, I guess they're going to shut that movie down. I'm like, I'm sure they're, unless he, and he says I won't come onto the set because I don't want to get sick. I can't imagine that they stopped filming that movie. You know what I mean? I think that it's just, uh, it's back and uh, I think they'll be back into it. And I don't know. I mean, whenever the movie does come out, it looks cool. Jeff, what did you think about the footage they showed of that? And just all of this in general?
0: Well, first, I want to say, do you think that there's any irony in the fact that he has to wear a mask the whole time that just doesn't cover his mouth? Like, that's the one thing it doesn't cover. And two, uh, I thought the test fo- the footage looked great. I thought it looked exciting. I've been excited to see him play the Batman since I saw, or since I considered him in um, Good Times, the one that mm-hmm. those brothers did. I was like, he's got range. Like, the dude recovered from being like, the most obnoxious teeny bopper heartthrob to like a doing nothing but like
2: art movies by yeah, choice. And like, and that's what he knew. He was like, oh shit. I gotta just, I gotta. And he's a real shit. actor. He was yeah. great in
0: so many of them. And now it's like, if you try to be like, he was Twilight, people will be like, shut up. I feel like so will many stop. other things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think that's yeah, a really no, uh, it's a job well done by him. And I think uh, I'm excited to see what he does. I also think at this point, you know, if you consider how pissed off people were before Christian Bale and pissed off people were with Ben Affleck, people are always going to be mad. Just watch a movie, make your own assessment. If you like it, maybe, maybe you watch it. And despite all this like gritty coolness, you, at the end of the day, you're like, ah, the movie just kind of sucked. Like he was fine, but the movie sucked. So mm-hmm. I, is that going to kind of affect your overall opinion of him as a Batman? If the movie that he was in, that he acted well in kind of was a stinker? Yeah. I mean,
1: I think that that's, that's really the key. No, no, no. I, I was just giving it a minute. Jeff's a little crackly. When Jeff talks, I hear a little uh, popcorn kernels, which, uh, which I know that Jeff perpetually is uh, making, making, uh, that might help. I don't know, but uh, you can, uh, it's all right. Whatever, whatever you would like to do, that's fine. Uh, I think that, yeah, if it's a good movie, it's not going to matter. You know, I think that uh, what if, George Clooney had been in the most amazing Batman story ever told. You know, it, it's like if he he'd b- been given the best. Script, <laughs> you know, so we'll we'll never really know, will we? Uh, but I yeah, don't know. I mean, I do. think yeah, anybody follows
0: Well, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Obviously, that uh, the that greatest I'm glad Batman story you were able to ever me. told.
0: Everyone knows that it was Alicia Silverstone that saved that.
1: <laughs> yes, clearly, and. I think that uh, anybody who follows sports at all the idea that uh, you know somebody tests positive uh, like you know baseball teams have just like not played for like 5 days and then it's like all right everybody's better and now this is different because it's the the star of the movie but I uh, I don't know I I'm not expecting it. let me reverse that I am expecting them to start filming that movie again sometime soon uh and uh, speaking of filming, for those watching the YouTube version, Jeff is taking us on like a nice walking tour of his home, which I'm really
0: enjoying. I'm like. I'm moving over so I can uh, plug it directly into the uh, Ethernet port. Try and get my speeds up.
1: Oh, I like so that. I'm yeah, powerful. i mean, I could actually run it from here into the house, but uh, I don't have a long enough cord. And yes, that's what she said.
0: Well, I had to pay. I had to pay my uh, for my stepdad to update or upgrade the uh, (laughs) internet here because I was getting zero reception. Uh So now I've got the like super Uh nice gigabit internet. So it's super fast, especially when I plug it in.
1: Uh, So, you know, we're talking about, you know, movies coming out and all that. And I I think uh, not surprisingly, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 bumped again to Christmas Day. Uh, Will, were you just gearing up to go to the... uh, so, what is that? Is that a Cinemark down the street from you? That uh, you're yeah. like, yeah, I'll just go opening day.
2: I got the Cinemark movie pass. I have so many credits on it. I haven't been paying during all this, but like, yeah, I was ready. And I know I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised that they decided not to go the drive-in route. You know what I mean? Like, Tenant was a weird experiment that they had to have known was not going to go well. Uh, the fact that they let a massive movie like that get released now—it's so you could just steal it—is uh, also like just surprising new mutants i'm not surprised which i haven't seen you guys have seen both of these or christian you've seen both we've seen both. Uh, i have not seen yeah, it either to talk about seen it, but um yeah i, I mean christmas I mean, day even isn't i don't think it's going to even be that you know what i mean unless they uh do some limited thing but like there's not going to be a vaccine so we'll see
1: yeah, but I mean, uh, movie theaters are open, I think, in 65% of the country. They're at like half capacity. Uh, and just in general, I think the issue is that in the United States, a lot of people aren't going. But when you talk about tenant for a second, like the international grosses for it are actually uh, you know, right, kind right? of respectable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, domestically, sure money, it's made. But... Yeah. Well, domestically, it's made $29 million, which I'll point out is that. Tenet has made twice as much as New Mutants, which is uh, not really something to hang your yeah. hat on for that movie. Um, but Will, you know, if you want to see it, you could see it the same way I did. It uh, you can see it at the at the drive-in, and the idea that Christian Bale thought that not Christian Bale, I always confuse him. Christopher Nolan thought uh, that this movie should only be seen inside of the theater. It is it, not that great. It looked good but i I didn't feel like i was missing anything by seeing it at the (laughs) drive-in you know i mean it's not like those screens are terrible it's all in the projection and uh i mean it looked great and uh the movie itself we can talk about in in a little bit but uh so i've uh i found that to be a a very endearing way to see movies but also uh, for those of us here in los angeles which now obviously it's just will and i uh, movie theaters are open in Orange County. You could be to a movie theater, walk inside in about thirty minutes. You know, that's so what my friends thought. If on, if, yeah. if Wonder Woman, yeah, how is if you're that
0: Wonder possible?
1: Wonder Woman. If you had to see Tennant in a theater or Wonder Woman, had it come out in on October second, you'd be able to, regardless of what uh, LA
0: did. What were you, you going to say, Jeff? I'm saying, how is that possible? Isn't Orange County like exactly where people don't wear masks? Like is. <laughs> I would think that would be the worst place to have. I, but I guess that's why they're open, because people aren't going to protest. People aren't going to, they'll actually go.
1: They'll be like, yeah, well, great. yeah I mean, it's it's a number of like cases per hundreds of thousands of people. And I guess in general, it is lower there because I guess the population's lower. lower. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I talked about this on here. Uh, I spent about five weeks down in Orange County. And when I would go out to the supermarket, there was like one time there was one person not wearing a mask. And in general, people were like indoors, you know, and I think, you know, at the movie theater, if you it's it's these weird rules where if you're you have to wear a mask unless you're enjoying your snacks and uh, you've both been to the movies with me. I mean, I enjoy my snacks throughout the movie, you know, so at no time would I need to put it on, you know, so uh but jeff you went into movie theaters and this is is shocking for you because what was the concession as it referred to concessions
0: there was none it's totally closed there are no concessions but i mean that's how it's going to work right the uh you got to go in with your mask on the whole time they have it at 40 percent capacity and it's already one of those like AMC theaters where they've got it all sparse off in like the two recliner style chairs. So you're not necessarily as on top of each other as you are in the old stadium seating style. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it's a, it's the right way because for that exact same reason that you said, everyone's just going to use that as an excuse. Like I'm eating. Well, it's like, And you're going to sit there for like the whole movie with a kernel of popcorn in your fingers that you're not eating because you're an asshole. That's just what people do. Like my, this town that I'm in, right. Is now a hotspot. So they're offering free testing, uh, because a bunch of dickhead teenagers decided they had to throw a party and 20 some odd kids tested positive right afterwards. Cause you're fucking idiots. Like people just don't get it. I don't know what's wrong with people. It's just telling of how much we're all like, no, there's no such thing as problems for us everything's going to be fine and then covid dick punch so i, know, I hope everybody's <laughs> fine yes. i hope everybody's fine in the end but it's just like yeah come on man like we all the rest of us who didn't have a party should get to line up and punch you in the face one by one
2: that's a party that sounds like a great party. that's
0: the party i mean yes. that does party. Party. yeah and 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 Jeff, as long as you wear a
1: mask and a surgical glove when you punch them, yeah. it will be fine, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's I think a uh, and party a quick
0: little punch in the face, you know, yeah. let them know.
1: Yeah. And maybe even take off the glove and sort of like when you see old timey, like someone challenging <laughs> yeah. to a duel and they slap them <laughs> in the face and be like, Hmm, here you are. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that uh, I've had this conversation a lot on some of the uh, other shows that I do the idea of being in a movie theater, I was just like, yeah, if I went, I probably would skip the, uh, the snacks. Because I love them. And this is what I said to Jeff. That does not mean that on my way out of the theater, I wouldn't get a large bucket of popcorn to enjoy. Uh, I would say at home, but let's be honest, uh, on my 10 minute drive home, I would eat all of that popcorn. Uh, you know, and it's interesting because, uh, there's some, uh, some theaters that have actually started doing this. Will, the, uh, the uh, Lemelies in uh, North Hollywood uh, last weekend was doing, they were just open for concessions. Like I think they had like a little counter you ordered ahead and did you want freshly popped popcorn? Great. They'll be happy to take your money. And the Al uh, Capitan theater, of the idea. Disney theater in Hollywood does that. Yeah. I, I, my wife kind of uh, doesn't understand how excited I am by that. She's like, yeah, but we have popcorn. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's trash popcorn. Oh, and we same. have like an actual popcorn maker. And it makes it well, but I'm like, yeah, but it's not, it's not that, you know, you know uh, so how to it. it is impossible. The, you know,
2: I don't know what it is, but it, you can't make it anywhere else. But the movie theater.
0: Here's the closest way that I've ever found. And I found it by accident as a child, because snowstorms on the East coast, you always have power outages. So the only things that would work are like gas. So the gas stove would work. You just, you'd have to ignite it yourself. So we would make popcorn, but you'd make it in like uh whatever, like a cooking pot and you'd put in a little like cooking oil or whatever. And that was the closest I ever got to making my own movie theater tasting popcorn. But the problem is it's very easy to burn and then fuck up your pot.
1: Right. And I think that's always the deal with the, uh, the microwave popcorn is those like 10 extra seconds where it goes from perfect to burnt. But then you just fuck up a bag.
0: Whereas, like, if you if you cook popcorn too much in a pot, like it'll rust all that nasty. Like, look at uh, one of the popcorn cookers; they're all nasty on the bottom.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess the idea of uh, going to the you know that's interesting because yours yours is in Massachusetts. That's the first I had heard of a theater that was open without concessions. Uh, My friend Rachel, who I do uh, Marvel movie talk with on this very same black cast channel right now. Uh, she went to some movie theaters in Pennsylvania and those were open, but there were so few people there. She had the, the showings, it was usually just her and her husband and there was no one else at the, at the screening. So she saw Tenet and some other movies that way. So, uh, it's almost like, well, this might be the best time to go from a cleanliness standpoint because this is when they're the most diligent about it. Uh, and you know, I uh, a uh, I don't even know exactly what his uh, background is, but uh, you know, somebody who works in infectious diseases is not Dr. Fauci, but uh, this guy, uh, Dr. David Agus was asked the question about, you know, it, it, whether or not it's safe to go to the movie theater and it's less about the theater you go into than it is about the area. Like what are the number of cases in the area you're in? You know, if it's, if it's really high, then it's, it, it is of course, high risk, just like going to the super. If it's moderate or under control, And you wear your mask. He added that if you leave your mask on the whole time, it it can be a safe activity. But for a lot of people, they don't quite see why they would take the risk. And I think for a lot of people, you don't want to take the risk to go and see Back to the Future for $5. You know, I mean, as like fun as some of that stuff is, a lot of the retro shows, there aren't really new movies. So if Wonder Woman had come out on October 2nd, I think that would have been a really good indication because that's a big blockbuster movie. People get excited. I think as big as Christopher Nolan is it's not the same as one you know one of those movies coming out and uh the uh, obviously disney knew what they were doing by kind of rolling out new mutants the way that they did because uh They've they been trying to you know, offload they, that
0: movie I for know. so we're like <laughs> oh my god, god let us test with this piece of shit that we've inherited right. this right. redheaded stepchild but- of a
1: film right but uh contractually they had to release it theatrically because when they bought face they, they would release all films theatrically also there was this idea we talked a lot about this on marvel movie talk everybody like, just put it on disney plus because of the deal they had with fox the first place it would go would actually be hbo so it had to go to hbo they so they're they had been for disney to put it out digitally because they're like, no, we don't get that money. So they kind of waited and they're like, yeah, let's see how it goes. And then I think that's kind of their trial balloon to see like, all right, this is what people think about movies right now. It made, I think, $9 million the first weekend. They were probably like, hey, that's $9 million we weren't getting by leaving it there. Um, (laughs) I, uh, You know, so I I don't know, I didn't hate it. I actually really liked those characters because I read those comics uh, a lot as a kid so uh i think that the 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 one downside to it as the neighbor's dog gets i pick up my mic uh the one downside to it is that it kind of like a pilot for a new tv series that you realize didn't get picked up to series you know what i mean um but uh generally speaking jeff what were your thoughts on new mutants
0: i thought it was fine it it, it's kind of like the standard fox mutants film by the end of their like run with with mutants, right, where it was just kind of like, here's some action, here's some special effects, maybe some characters. Not sure if you like them or they're developed or not. We'll see. Uh, it was just like they all felt like characters that I'm sure having had a history with them. It was much easier to enjoy because you knew what these subtle things were meant to be nods to. So, I, th- and there's nothing wrong with that. You make a movie and it's an homage to the people who have a history with these characters, right? Great. But as somebody who didn't, I was just like, oh, I feel like there's a lot of like illusion, like um, Alana, right? The witch character, whatever her name was. The whole time where, well, she- Ileana the- and her superhero name is Magic. Yes. Magic. Yes. The whole time she's just like her act just felt a little it just didn't felt feel like properly developed compared to other things in terms of going back and just going to see a movie it was fun it's not a bad movie by any means it's just not great and that's the thing at this point you want them you feel like superhero movies have been out long enough and you want so much from them that you're like if it's not great i'm just kind of (sighs) like yeah it's another superhero movie right we had 20 something from marvel we have so many uh, mutants films we have so many dc films like if it doesn't really say anything to me it just it doesn't feel like anything one way or the other i don't i feel like there's a bad analysis it just it felt like an indifferent film i was glad to go see something i was i enjoyed getting to go out to the movies but the film itself didn't do anything for me
1: Yeah. And I think that uh, if you count it as an X-Men movie, which uh, most people do, I'm like, oh, it's not even close to the worst one. It's like the fifth worst, maybe. You know what I mean? And I think that, uh, you know, the characters are interesting. And yeah, I have the connection to them. Uh, but I do think Ileana was the best character. And the fact that we got Lockheed the Dragon on screen, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of actually all I need. So I'm willing to overlook a lot. And there's a lot of things to overlook, like some of the very bad accents in the film uh, and the fact that it has a running time of like an hour and 40 minutes, or I think it's an hour 34, I think is what it is. You oh, know, sure. it's uh, it, it, it's it, it, it's not a long film, but in the way where you're like, okay, good. This uh, They told this is, the story right. that they needed to... <laughs> this is the way uh I yeah and williams uh i don't know i mean i think come from that movie Maisie williams tweet was great because there was the fo- the forbes are where it said that this is the worst movie x-men uh series which i responded to that author uh and i told him that he must not have seen all of them and he was so mad he's like it says right in there that uh the that uh i i he mentions the other ones he mentions that it's you know what's better about x-men origins wolverine and i'm like yeah i just don't agree with you i had actually if read you, it uh but if you say
0: that then you're but dumb, she anyway let me just
1: <laughs> yeah right so uh but so she so she quote tweeted him and said uh great rush out and buy your tickets or something like that you know yeah. like uh, as in you know very people share bad written. i thought that was very funny um but I don't know. Look, I thought it was fun and it was interesting. Uh, you know, my wife Heather went with me and we saw it at the drive-in and she she thought it was fine. You know what I mean? If A fine TM copyright Will Sterling, by the way. When speaking about movies and you say that something is fine with a capital F, that is a uh, Will Sterling uh, original uh, catchphrase. But, uh, you know, she didn't dislike it. And then because it's 2020, of course, there was... Controversy built into the fact that uh, the the char- the actors portraying the characters were lighter skinned than they were in the comics. So uh, even having that sort of swirl up around it, the fact that Ileana makes racist comments at Danny, the the Native American character, and it's just like okay, but maybe it's just the people didn't care that much about the movie. I don't think it uh, impacted the box office one way or the other. You know that uh, that they had this stuff in there. You know so. Um, but, uh, yeah, will, I, I don't see any reason why you would ever see it, but I think if I'm able to send you like a 90 second clip of Lockheed, the dragon, I'd probably text that to you and be like, I'll just watch these 90 seconds. This is
0: pretty cool. You know?
2: Yeah. That sounds great. She
0: was definitely, the reason I said, I didn't feel like she was developed is because I did feel like I was satisfied in knowing enough about her. Like I would ask you questions like who the fuck were those weird people? What was going on? That yeah, she goes? well,
1: that's that's the the downside of this being the intended first film in a trilogy, and that's why like I say it really does feel like a pilot for a show that's never going to happen. I mean, they don't even deal with the fact that she's Colossus's little sister. Like, that's just not in there, you know, because it's probably something you build to in another movie that you will, of course, never ever make. Um, I was actually intrigued enough that I kind of wanted to see it again, uh, which I haven't yet, uh, but. The one this unlike Tenet actually, the uh drive in projection, some of the sequences late in the film were really dark, especially and I mean, like visually hard to see what was going on with like Demon Bear and stuff. And I'm just like, maybe this just wasn't designed for outdoor projection.
0: I didn't have any of those problems. Demon Bear is going to be hard because it's black. Right. Like that's, that's something that you need, like a really rich picture to get crisp blacks. If it's projected across a lot, that's going to be real tough. Sorry. Uh,
1: And uh, I know that uh, Will is very interested in uh, seeing Tenet. Uh, Now, are you willing to go to a movie theater in the OC? Would you go to the drive-in or you're just like, "Ah, I'll see it in six months. Will
2: I'll probably see it at the drive-in. then it's like a date night thing you know it's kind of fun so uh and this is easier i don't i don't have to limit you know i don't have to assume as much risk obviously by going to the drive-in um so yeah i mean i guess i'd see wonder woman in a drive-in too i don't know I, i'd watch it at home I, i'm over i'm over the opinion of like movie the theater is a very special experience and i want that experience to come back and it will but now enough time has passed that i'm like in this interim period. I'm okay seeing things at home that were meant to be seen on the big screen. And then once it's safe to go back to the theater again, then I will. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't going to change the fact that I'm going to go to the movies again someday. I think that's what people are like, but if they, if we do this now, it'll be chaos and no one will want to go to the movies again. And I'm like, I don't think that that's true at all, especially if you only give them the option to go to the fucking movies to see it. So uh, they should, I mean, I, I don't care what they end up doing, but at this point, I'm like, just... I'll watch it at home. It's fine. I'll pay thirty dollars or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah. For
2: do you pay thirty dollars to see people, Mulan? Will if we're, if we're both no. If we're both watching, not because like I have anything against Mulan, I just don't the live action remakes. I'm like I don't. I mean, it's good because it's like better representation for for ancient Hollywood. So like I should give them my money in that regard, and maybe I will. But I'm not. I don't love Disney movies that much. So it's like I just I don't it doesn't do the same for me.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm obviously very important because I was given a uh, press screener link, so I didn't have to pay for it. So that's why I saw it. And it it is a uh, Will Sterling trademark. Uh, it was fine. It was like, I don't know that they needed to make it. It's, of course, very different than the animated version. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I think yeah. some of it is beautiful in the way where you're like, oh, on a big screen, this would have looked incredible uh but at the same time i don't feel like i missed that much by watching it you know in in my house uh, i actually had to watch it on my laptop but uh it still <laughs> didn't
2: feel like i i missed out that much, you know? sitting next to each other watching a laptop screen
1: yeah that's exactly Great. what we did we had the laptop <laughs> uh, popped up on the bed and we watched it together yeah hey that saved us 30 dollars so yeah, and I should have spent that thirty dollars on getting popcorn to go from the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Then that uh, that would have uh, supported the local economy.
0: Um, you want to know something I don't wanna, crazy? Oh, that I think you'll appreciate. That then when I come to visit, we'll have to go. Is I didn't even realize until I was here and like did something that I, in ten years of living in Los Angeles, never once went to the El Capitan. It's
1: a it's a very cool theater especially because the pre-show uh, they have somebody play the wurlitzer which is like this you know old-timey like keyboard weird piano thing it comes out of the ground and he, you know he's like a medley of Disney songs that sounds and then the cool. beauty is that Disney Disney songs now include you know Star Wars and Spider-Man and you know so <laughs> Uh, it's fun it's 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 definitely a very nice theater uh, with uh, good concessions that was the last no actually that wasn't it was one of the last movies. I, I took the kids and Heather we went to see a press screening of uh, onward a movie that also ended up on Disney plus but uh, we went there and that was one of the last times I went to an actual indoor movie theater and um, I, I think that as long as movies come out at the drive-in, I don't have to make the decision whether or not I need to see it indoors. You know, the idea was that uh, *Tenet* was not going to come out in drive in theaters weren't open. And then it made twenty million dollars, and, and I think Warner Brothers was like, "Okay, Chris, Mr. Nolan, that was a nice try, but uh, we're going to see if we can make some money with this thing." And then it opened the second weekend. Uh, it, it was enough that I started driving down to San Diego to see the San Diego drive-in Because theaters were open in San Diego But I only had one week to consider that So uh, the the short of it is is that I saw it Very, very, very okay uh, I liked some things about it a lot Visually it was very cool I have uh, uh, some questions about things that didn't make sense That I won't talk about because they're spoiler related I but,
0: would like to talk to you about I thought it was. Good.
1: Yeah, well we can talk about it another time. Uh, I don't want to ruin that so I'm gonna assume no one watching has actually seen it yet. Uh but if they have, uh jump into the chat. Although Dominica Saxon and Jacob Downey are having a whole conversation like I can't can't even share with the point because it's so long. Uh I think that uh I, I think that uh you know, John David Washington, uh, Washington was great. Uh there's a lot of kind of, you know, unremarkable actors uh, in there that you're just like, I don't even know who that is, but people were good in it. I think the story is good. But if I'm like, if I want like a Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan movie, I think Breakout Inception. I don't, I don't know that I, if I'm watching this again, it's because I'm going to try to understand it better, but didn't dislike it at all. I just what well, didn't love it. And my thought was, this is not the movie that's going to save the movie theater industry. But uh, F, what were your thoughts?
0: the same assessment I've had of his films since his brother broke off to do his things. There's not the same heart and character development. I don't love and care about these people the same way I did when Jonathan was his writing partner. And I think that that's telling. I think that Chris is a fantastic director. I think he's got all sorts of ingenious technical ways of how to direct a film and it shows in how well he can make his films story creator as he thinks he is because without his brothers his, mo- his movies have just not been as good. And I felt that with Tenet the whole time. I I don't think that this is I hope I, this is not a spoiler in any way. The whole movie like hmm. Now oh why can not I got to think of the uh, palindrome. There it is. Now I'll name the movie a palindrome and see if I can make a movie that's a palindrome. And then he made Tenet and that's the whole thing it's just like okay it was kind of like a what if i could rather than a here's why i am and i it, it was cool but it just wasn't i didn't i did not connect with it and anyway when i went to the imdb and found out that john david washington's name in the film is the protagonist i was like oh hmm. and it's not like one of those cool things where it's like he never has his name mentioned which obviously he doesn't um and then you don't think about it a couple times and then i'm like oh really oh that was a literal thing yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i
1: think that's the, the the most spoilerly thing that we'll mention is that he's never actually named and that doesn't you know it's it's one of those things that it's more that you have to think about it And then when you read the credits you're like oh yeah okay I guess that's who he is Uh, But I don't know yeah I'm Kind of with you and I realize now that That's probably what was missing from it But uh, I don't know I mean I do It's like I won't tell anybody who's thinking About seeing it like oh no no stay home I mean if you're thinking about seeing it in a theater And you're worried about germs and stuff Then yeah maybe don't see it for that reason But as a movie I think it's Very much worth seeing and uh, Will I do hope you see it because uh, we have a few drive-in options here in Los, and uh, I will tell you that for me personally, I prefer the Mission Tiki drive-in in Montclair, which is out by Pomona, to mm. the Paramount drive-in in paramount, uh, California, which is a little bit closer to Long Beach. Uh, but I think that uh, that uh, I do hope that you uh, are able to check it out uh, at some point and we can talk Hello. about it. And, um, I oh, know a movie well. that uh, you oh. were not what were you saying Will?
2: Uh, only because i want to listen to the score and i refuse to listen to scores until i've seen movies so (laughs) ludwig gordon did the music i was surprised actually i assumed it would have been Hans zimmer but it was ludwig gordon that's why i looked that up on spotify i was like ah fuck i gotta watch this movie now.
0: ludwig is taking over the music industry you listen you get
2: that academy award yeah for sure
0: it's well i i just think it's interesting from my perspective because he's literally the first guy that a show that i really liked and i was like Oh, this guy does the music for this show. That's cool. Oh, and he works with like this actor I really like, and they make rap together. That's fun. And from that came Childish Gambino and Ludwig Göransson. So from community, Was he doing the music for community. You? That's kind of where he started. Oh, okay. and, so, and he yeah. had a
2: friendship from USC with Ryan Coogler. So
0: so yeah, he's been doing. He's uh. Ever since then, I've been following him, and I've just been – it's one of those, like, I almost feel like, oh, all the success of this guy I liked 10 years ago or 12 years ago at this point, whatever it was. Uh,
1: Bringing us into the conversation, because Saxon says, I'm going to rent Tenant from my TV so I can pause it and rewind it so I can try and figure out the storyline. Yeah, I think – There'll be something to be said for uh being able to watch it uh, in uh, at your home. Yeah. The interesting thing was that the drive-in I saw it at, uh, it, there were you know two screen. There there were two showings on the same screen, and I'm like, I think I could stay and watch it a second time. And you know, if I weren't spent like a hundred dollars for a babysitter, it was almost like, man, if I watch it I'll I'll figure it out better. But. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm interested that, uh, Jeff, you kind of felt the, the same way I did about it, where it's like it, it's not bad, but it's definitely missing something. And uh, But we can talk more about it. Uh, hopefully we'll sees it at some point. Uh, a movie that uh, I know you're not planning on seeing is uh, Black Widow. And I think Disney's not planning on us seeing it anytime soon because they are seeing these box office returns. And they're like, eh, you know what, maybe we kick that uh, Kick that past Wonder Woman. Now, what I would have done if I were Disney, and uh, clearly I'm not because uh, I don't have that kind of Disney money, when Wonder Woman moved, I would have been like, great, I'm going to take that day. And, and then your movie, your Marvel movie, gets to be like the, the big superhero movie that you try to get people to come back for but i think just the reality of it is both new york and los angeles won't have movie theaters open indoors in october but the expectation that they might in december uh but uh, i don't know i think there's such a push for people that they want these movies that they've been promised they want to be able to see them at home and watch them on their phone or whatever and i feel like wonder woman and black widow are the two examples of the movies that you will never get at home first even if it takes five years, they're going to sit on those movies. They're like, "No, we need you to come out and spend money. This is how we make all of our money." Uh, twenty twenty has been a bad year, uh, so Warner Brothers is like, "Let's put it let's put it in Christmas because then at the least we'll get a couple, you know, we'll get a few mil as uh, uh you know in the coffers at the end of the year." But uh, I don't know. I mean, and honestly, coffers, I don't need to see. What's that?
2: that? that? I said in the coffers. That's offensive. If people have COVID. Right. that's That's offensive
1: I know. I forget. I, I forget the uh, the age we live in, but I, I think that uh, I I don't know. I mean, I want to see both of those movies, but I, I'll also like okay. If I am not going to see them for two years, I I guess, uh, I guess I'll I'll make do with that. You know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll cut together another Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Uh, you know, if it like, doesn't come out until 2022.
2: It seems like the one movie that had that like that were like, uh, oh, we either need a ton more time for visual effects and thank God COVID bought us an extra year, or they just didn't care, was Fast and the Furious 9, which was supposed to come out in like April. And then in March, they're like, we're pushing it back a whole year next April. Like that was the for- only movie that was like, ah, oh, we need a full, more, we need a year, we're doing a year. Like everyone was like two months, three months. They're like, <laughs> nope. And I'm like, I saw that trailer. I mean, those movies get progressively more insane and, and the more there's no Paul Walker, the less I want to see them. Can but I, like, can I, I like this.
0: <laughs> can I recreate how the pitch meeting went for that? So I am the writer for fast and furious nine. I'm smoking a shitload of weed and watching cart like um I'm watching the Muppets at uh you know, 2 AM and then Muppets in space comes on and I have an idea. And I think cars in space and I go to the pitch meeting and I say, "Hear me out, guys. Cars in space driving around the atmosphere." And they're like, "Nailed it." Wait, do they go to <laughs> space? Yeah, they've told, they've mentioned that a bunch of times. They're going to fucking space for this I thought that stupid movie. No. I thought that was a
2: fucking joke! No,
0: it's not oh my! A joke. God. They're going to Hot Wheels. <laughs> of yeah, the <America>. no, they. <laughs> going to be amazing. The, uh, uh. the
1: secret title is uh, F9 Lunar Drift because they're going to actually have a race on the moon and it's going to be amazing and you're going to love it. You know, it's funny. I think we talked about this too. Uh, when they said in March that they were going to wait like 13 months to put it out, I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You're going to wait a whole year? And now you're like, oh, that was the smartest thing that anybody did was wait a whole year. You know? Yeah, Because now you're like...
2: movie opening after COVID.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, exactly. So, uh, although, I mean, look, at some point, some movie has to be the one that's like, all right, we're going to open, you know, and like, does James Bond do that? Because look, uh, you know, international grosses have been, uh, you know, really good for uh, Tenet and uh, in in other parts of the world, they're like, well, our movies can still make money, you know, so I wonder if uh, James Bond might actually come out in November. And if it does, if that's going to be the first big movie. And then also... The airplane overhead. Uh, that is also the uh, first big movie. Uh,
0: well, what about but some of the other ones we, that are like geared more towards China, right? The is China. Do you know if they're more open than us, or how they're doing?
1: Yeah. So ninety-one percent of theaters are open in China, but they're only open at fifty percent capacity. So uh, you know, your movies are able to make money in China, but uh, disappointingly for Disney. Uh, Mulan did not, and you, China is the place that, that would uh, dwell, but uh, apparently they got themselves embroiled in some controversy because of a region that they shot in where there's uh, Muslim concentration camps, and then they, uh, they thanked the Chinese government, so... Uh, there's, a there's, you know, every movie that comes out, actually, tenant didn't have any kind
0: of, uh, you know,
1: scandal around it, but a, a lot of movies have some kind of scandal around it. Uh, there's a couple of things that are going to be, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to
0: spoil tenant right now. The end is David Tenet waking up. Bam. It. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's called. That's actually why it's called <laughs> that. Well, yeah. Sorry. Like I, I was trying to not tell you, but now that Jeff uh, said it, uh, so uh, Disney Plus has some uh, stuff coming out, and because this literally broke while we were on the air, I saw it from uh, my friend, uh, Colt Badeau, who helps us out with uh, Marvel Movie News and Marvel Movie Talk. But here in the chat, oh yeah, uh, we can give credit to Steven Scott Bonick that uh, Tatiana Meslani will be She-Hulk in the Disney Plus series She-Hulk, and really? uh, she is uh, from Black fame and uh just earlier today we talked how they had uh, announced a director executive producer so they now have their star uh but that is not this year that is next year at the earliest probably 2022 but uh because of the nature of the show uh disney plus has confirmed that wandavision is a show that's going to come out which i don't know how much you guys know about it it's this kind of like crazy idea where scarlet witch like basically creates a reality out of her head. And it's like a 50s sitcom where she and Vision have a family together uh, with uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany actually in the show. So uh, it's this kind of crazy idea where it might not be the most uh, superhero-y, but it's probably the most unusual of these. So I'm glad to see that that's coming out. And Mandalorian season two, they fortunately had shot, you know, done principal photography by the end of last year. So we're getting some new stuff coming out and uh, I don't know what other streaming services you, you guys have. I don't know if you heart. guys have the HBO max, you know, is there, are there other things that you're watching and excited for? Do, you, do either of you guys have HBO max?
2: Wait, I do think that there's a delay. Cause I do want to talk about something, which is, did you hear that Pedro Pascal quit halfway through the season? And no, really? there were some major, there's been some major stuff like on that second season that like, there, but everyone's like halfway through the season, you're going to realize like something happened because it's going to get real different. And then I just read yesterday that he, they were like, well, you can piss off. And he was like, fine, I will. And he quit because he wanted more face time without the helmet. And he like was complaining that the suit was uncomfortable and they were like, too bad. You're the Mandalorian. You can't show your face. And this is your suit. And he was like, I want these things. And they were like, then you can take a hike. And he did. I'm kind of okay with that.
0: <laughs> that's, you are you fucking serious like you that just sounds like is. an actor not getting it it's like you're the whole fucking show is about keeping your goddamn head, helmet on you asshole what are you talking about you want facetime ah,
2: i what? get it of course because that's your thing as an actor it's like no one's gonna know that you played the mandalorian as a casual viewer unless people know pedro pascal but like yeah, if they were like, "Hey Will Sterling, you get to be the Mandalorian and you can't ever show your face for 10 seasons, but we'll give you like 50 million dollars to be the star of the show." I'd be like, "That's fine." <laughs> like, I I don't care. You may get to work. Yeah.
0: His voice was recognizable enough, like and dude, you can you don't think Morgan Freeman has made a uh, career off a very powerful voice? Right.
1: So, uh, a couple things about this. One, there are a number of episodes in season 1 that it's actually not him in the armor because uh he had to film something else uh so they already replaced him uh i will point out that the source for the story that will is talking about is a website called we got this covered and the one thing that they tend to not have covered are facts but uh it is entirely possible that that is true though it's entirely possible that uh uh and you know it's almost like if he switches halfway through the season then they shouldn't use his voice in any of the episodes. They should just give him a new voice and not worry about it. And, you know, for like, then they have to go back to season one and like change the moment where you see his face. And uh, it'll be the, the old guy who played uh, Anakin Skywalker in the original cut of return of the Jedi before they replaced him with Hayden Christensen. So they're going to let that guy's face finally get you. So it, it'll uh, come. So anyway, so yeah, the Mandalorian season two is something that we can actually look forward to because it's going to be in our houses, and we don't have to worry about that. Uh, we still don't have to social distance from our TVs, but I um, don't. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you guys are excited about, though. That's what I was asking because I don't know what uh, you know services you guys have.
0: So, well, two things. One, I was going to say when you were talking about WandaVision, a lot of the stuff I've seen from that reminds me of a, a mini series that was on Netflix with jonah hill and um oh my gosh what's her name uh redhead from la la land emma stone yeah maniac yeah it reminded me a lot of that so if you haven't checked that out i definitely recommend it it was pretty interesting and i think it looks like it could be interestingly comparable uh in terms of current shows i'm really digging lovecraft country on hbo uh, I think that's really, really interesting and cool and and well done. I like all the characters. I'm connecting with every little bit of it. It's fascinating. Uh, and then there's a docu series that's on HBO as well called The Vow about the Nexium stuff, which is really well done and yeah. really. I've I've only seen the first
1: part of that, but uh, it's very interesting. And I'm just like, wait! I didn't realize that all these actors from Battlestar Galactica and this chick from uh, uh, the episode one of Star Wars are all in it. I'm like, wait, why didn't Not they try true. and get me to sign up for this cult? Yeah, they definitely would have gotten me, you know. I'm like, look at all the look at all these nerds that are there, and you know, you have the the the, the, the I guess they had multiple actors actresses from Smallville, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that Kurt. is that seems like an interesting series. Like I said, yeah, I, I like I said, I've only seen the first part of it. But, uh, yeah, that, that definitely looks interesting. Will, do you have time to be watching anything right now? Or are you just uh, too busy uh, keeping up the home gym since you uh, can't get a pump at
2: Planet Fitness? I'm, I'm actually really bad at watching things, even though I'm, like, somebody who aspires to work in film and television. Um, I watch the occasional movie. Like, Casey and I have, like, a little list. I did watch Bill and Ted 3, and I rewatched the first two. What do you think? It was good. It was cute. You know what I mean? It's like a sweet little, like nice movie. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I wanted to tear it apart. I guess I could, but like I had just seen the first two and I was like, these movies are not supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Who watches Bill and Ted to rip it up? You are not getting it.
2: Right. It's a cute little movie. I liked that they, um, the girls have played their daughters. I thought that was fun because obviously when they made the second one, they probably meant them as boys and they decided to flip it. So that was good. Um, what, oh, this show Kingdom, that was originally like a direct TV original. It came out in like 2015 about MMA fighters. Uh, I always wanted to see because I like Frank Grillo. And I don't even love MMA that much, but I just like shows and movies about fighters. And that came to Netflix. And so I watched like all 40 episodes of that. I probably took me about two months. But that was like my major show for a while. Started watching Deadwood because that was highly recommended from a friend. Saw season, I've seen season one. Um I'm kind of going back like this is the time I'm like I'll probably start the sopranos soon like this is the time to watch the really old shit that like I've always been like meaning to get to the wire like all this stuff I'm like I should probably watch those shows now The Wire's hard man yeah. I've watched
0: the first four episodes of The Wire like multiple times, and I'm always just like, what's going on? You if it you haven't seen here. it, you should watch a movie called Warrior with uh, Tom Hardy oh, and Joel Egerton.
2: Yeah, yeah Frank Grillo is so in bad. that movie, too. He's the trainer. Yeah. There you go. That's a fucking great movie. So what else? And I, think, I don't know. The occasional – oh, oh Frank, I love Lovecraft Country. I'm watching as well, which I really like. I don't know. That's all. That's all that's coming to mind. Uh, how many of
1: those have there been? I've I've seen people posting a lot about it.
2: Think and, uh, I think five. I Sunday hmm. will be the fifth. I think. No, I think this is okay. six. I think there's yeah. been five. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. So that's I'm not too far behind, and uh, I know that uh, Cobra Kai is now on Netflix, which mm. I didn't watch when it was on binge YouTube that. Premium, but I know that that's it's
2: easy not. to binge on so, Netflix. It's good. Yeah, I'm on season two. Yeah.
1: Dude,
2: I watched oh, season one, all one, all one right. on YouTube. So, so these are these are
1: all things these are all things that we can watch uh, at some point. <laughs> Excuse me, in in the near future. Um, speaking of the near future, uh, there's a we'll we'll leave you with a a story that we're all going to go over in a moment, uh, which was emailed to you guys. But uh, <clears throat> this is BlackCast 398. Now our next episode will be one of our uh, very uh, popular patented blat episodes. Uh, it is Blackcast 399, and you guys remember the conceit for this. These are uh, unearthed cassettes of the old version of the Blackcast that we did in 1999. And uh, remember, don't ask too many questions, just listen to it and enjoy it. That will be audio only, so you will not find it on the uh, Blackcast uh, YouTube channel, uh, so like I said, don't look for it there. But now uh, Blackcast 400, that will be uh, a week from today, on September 24th at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I will be joined for the entire show. I don't know how I got him to say yes, uh, but I'll be enjo- I'll be joined by comedian Dennis Miller. Uh, so I will talk to him live, and we'll take some wow. questions and,
0: uh, and we'll talk to him
2: about everything. Episode for Dennis, yeah.
0: Moving
2: well, on up, But well, wow. I did... have <laughs> been here for four hundred <laughs> well, episodes, and when we hit that milestone, what... you fuck kick us to the curb. Well, what I did? Will last I did... time did...
0: get a BH one special? Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so last time I come on uh
1: i had him on episode 201 because i thought it was funny to not have him on 200 and uh <clears throat> i remember that you know he kind of joked about it but i'm like oh i think it annoys him that i put him on 201. so uh, i'll put you guys on 401. so uh, it's but then 500 in two years
2: well no because didn't he wasn't the last time he was on the show like right when trump got elected so like we do. It was, right after, it, was, it was right after. It was right after, and we, and we uh, I, uh, a couple
1: weeks later. I, yeah, yeah, but because, because that's about right because you have fifty two weeks in a year, so yeah. uh, you know, and uh, and that was BlackCast two hundred one. Blackass two hundred three also talking about Trump being newly elected. Uh, I spoke with our friend uh, Orson Bean, who unfortunately mm-hmm. we lost at the beginning of this year, and. Uh, that's how long of a of a year 2020 has been. That was just in January, and uh, I couldn't believe that was the same year when I was thinking about it. So yeah, there's a couple of episodes, but um, don't worry, I'll still have you guys around. Dennis won't be on with me every week. He would never say yes, but uh, so I think that would be fun to uh, do. So make sure you find that episode. I'll send out the links, and I know the guy who runs Dennis's social media, so it'll probably get posted there. But, uh, so anyway, so that is our big, uh, 400th announcement, which, uh, I had uh, been trying to figure out for a little while, whether or not I get him to say yes. You know, I actually, uh, his, his internet had been out. It's been very spotty the last couple of days. So, uh, I actually went up to his house yesterday and we did the podcast from there. Uh, Lindsay and I went and it's, uh, it's weird because that was, we only did it every few months last year, but you know, in this Time in this day and age it's such a weird Idea to like well you're Right if we come into your house and he he was fine With it he wasn't that worried about it you know And I've gone into the studio a couple of Times because of uh, different tech Problems and just overly complicated Issues and stuff that's not worth explaining There were a couple times I just it, It only made sense if I went into Culver City and it's very weird to go into A workplace Will do you go In like to podcast one at all Like ever or are you always doing Everything remotely
2: I go in once a week, uh, at least. I have a new show with the Stallone sisters, actually. So Stallone's daughters, two of them, uh, called Unwaxed. And they really wanted to do it in the studio because they have a visual, like we're actually filming podcasts now to be uploaded. So they were kind of the first show to test out going back and sanitizing the mic covers and everything. And it's fine, to be honest with you. It's actually really helpful to have that thing to do like once a week to sort of give me some sense of like what the world used to be like, because we're all gonna come out of this like a little fucked up into varying degrees of being fucked up that like having that as I'm like, oh, that's right, like this keeps me tethered to like how things used to go. Uh, Obviously things are gonna be different in the future, but uh, it's been nice. I take the dog in there and uh, yeah, it's good, it's easy.
1: Yeah, I think the first time I did it, it was really nerve-wracking to be into it. But uh, I don't yeah, know. I think it's
2: once
1: it, you're but... able to, come around, yeah, when you're able to come around on the uh, of like, I think it's very unlikely that the only people who have been in front of these microphones over the last six months are somebody that had a, you know, like a a, a blatant case of it and they cough directly onto it and their spittle is still wet and I'm infected by being in front of the microphone. You know, there's, there's a lot of like, you know, cause you have to calm yourself. I mean, I did, I did like kind of calm myself down a little bit about it and I'm like, well, I have to be here. I have to do this. Uh, and I was just like, it, it's going to be all right. And so then now it's just like we've Dennis's house. And then I was like, well, all right, well, let's go get lunch uh, afterwards. And then I was like, oh, we would be stupid if we like sat in the car and ate it. So I, for the first time, I ate it like outside at a restaurant, but it was outside. You know, I think I was just like, yeah, I'm sure this table's clean because that's the whole thing right now. You know, Uh, so it's almost like, you know, (laughs) you open the door a little bit. So, uh, anyway, this is my other announcement that we're having a big COVID party. So all the teenagers in Jeff's town, come on over here and uh, we'll get in the pool. Uh, and,
0: no, I mean, but, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> serving free lunch to every teenager in Dedham, Massachusetts knuckle sandwiches.
1: Exactly. Uh, now uh, I want to ask if uh, you guys have—I uh, don't know if you have your phones with you. Have you received the uh, email that I had sent to you guys about half an hour? Ago? Oh, I read the whole. While uh, you were
0: just talking, I was looking. I don't know if you saw my disgusted faces. I was reading. You guys were talking fuck you panic. for making a story like this set in my state. You dirty bastard!
1: <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not the dirty bastard. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It, 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 it would have to be the uh so this is a story that is from a month ago but uh, it's actually three weeks ago yeah and as soon as i heard it i'm like oh i can't wait till i talk to will and jeff again because uh this is a story we have to talk about only partially because of the fact that it is uh it is set in massachusetts and it uh, it is the story of uh tony lavoy lavoy junior who's 43 and uh his his mother cheryl 63 who were found uh and, well they've uh, they were both charged with incest because uh, uh tony's wife Lori walked in on them on the couch and uh she said that she had been very suspicious for a while because they seemed to be growing closer uh, but uh tony did say to authorities that this was the first time it had ever happened uh that they were sitting on the couch and uh they just started kissing and then it, it it just sort of happened and this is in fitchburg massachusetts uh jeff give us a little bit of the background on fitchburg massachusetts is there anything we need to know about is, what part of the state is that is is, is this something that did it were you Listen, not surprised that this happened Classy, in that town massachusetts.
0: I am from Massachusetts. I do not cohort with people from these types of areas. I'm not well versed in Fitchburg, uh, but obviously it's gross. Honestly, I've had a lot of like thinking on things about the area. Um, and it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that's fucked up. But I feel like that's a different conversation. Anyways, uh, this is disgusting and horrible. Uh, I don't this is the kind of stuff that I think we jokingly expect in like weird Southern States. Right. But like just period, I'm just like, it's really gross and it's really weird. And honestly, it makes me like, (laughs) it makes me go to porn sites. Right. I feel like over the last, I don't know when it started, but there was like this revolution and you see like jokes and memes about it. So I know that it's just like happening there. It's like out there where it's like, Oh, stepsister, and stepmom, and all this, like, step whatever, right, and, like, I don't know if that's just, like, because, I don't know, I don't know where the shit's coming from, I don't, I'm wondering if something gross like that could be influencing stuff like this, but I also think stuff like this is as gross and has a long history, what's that, there's, like, a, in an Edgar Allan Poe poem or there's some famous poem about like some incestual family in some creepy house. They're all like pale and white. I remember reading it for an English class once. It's, ugh.
2: I don't remember that. Poem. that like
1: yeah, I think it was the uh, the the fall. Uh, no, it was the fall of the House of Trump, I think, is actually the house <laughs> the family that you're thinking of. I'm pretty sure that uh, that, there that it was is. it. Uh I remember of it's Usher. not a political Dominic joke. It's just it. uh it's just it's the just the creepy way that uh, that people talk about their own family. Uh and by the way, I don't think you're going to enjoy the but uh Uvula Scrimshaw does throw in the uh, Jeff
0: oh, about Dude, uh, your mom's uh, trash. Yeah. There's classachusetts and there's trashachusetts. It's you know, <laughs> it's the dichotomy of a society. Yeah. Look, I uh to, to just to, to address, touch on it right i was randomly just watching youtube videos and i saw a great uh, it's like one of the trevor noah videos and it was like is or why is boston so racist and i watched this video and it was basically like it actually,
2: what's that Scott, he's calling to the Dennis
1: Miller show. It was in Massachusetts. He, Yeah, uh, racist Scott was a caller to the Dennis oh, Miller yeah. radio show. He was from Massachusetts. It's absolutely true. Yes. Anyway, uh, so what were you seeing in the video though, Jeff?
0: The idea that they presented there was like a lot of all the white people are like, what? No, there's no racism here. Like, it's fine. It's this, it's that. But they presented that statistically. It's like black families have $8 and that median, median white family has like $250,000 in the bank account here. Versus eight for African-American families, which is like I heard that. And I was just like, "Are you shitting me? Like I and then you start to think about all the subtle forms of racism that, as a privileged kid in the suburbs, I would never even think about because it wasn't it wasn't discussed. It wasn't in any type of thing that I would engage with. but like, um I forget what they call it, but basically, like where, You know, minorities are put in certain areas and districts and whatever, and kind of kept out of view. So you don't see what's going on with them. Uh, And this little video is basically just about how there's not like all these same open incidents of like police beating some guy on videotape a la Rodney King. But there's this pervasive attitude of like minorities do not feel comfortable here. And it made me really sad, like, because it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't even know how you change that. because it made me reflect on all the times. I'm like, ah, Boston's not racist. We're not doing these things. And I'm like, obviously it's there. I mean, I knew that there was assholes. like, I know that there's assholes everywhere, but I know there's vocal assholes here, but to have realized some of these other ways where I've been completely blind to the delineations and, and the oppression is just, it's frustrating to see. And then it, it goes to the next level of like, I do think that there's the heart of a lot of these people is they don't want this. Like, I think most people are like me here, where or I'd like to believe they're like me, where they're like, they don't want any of these things to be happening. But then you find out, like, oh, they're all uncomfortable. And you feel like, well, then how do you even start the conversation? Like, how do you make people feel welcome here when you want them to feel welcome here? Is there something actively we have to do? I don't know. I've, I'm sure this is just jumping back to the same conversations we've had over the last several months, but it's just like to have, I've kind of gotten more in touch with it here locally, where it's like it always made sense to me in LA because you have major populations of minorities Uh, here, you just don't have it. And so I guess I just having that realization recently was a little Uh, frustrating. No, I
1: mean, look, uh, obviously obviously i've never lived there but you sort of have the perception of boston you know i mean that the extent to which you know white families fought the integrated schools and that was in the 70s you know it's not like an early 50s thing the red Sox See, But we played that off as the
0: poor families it was the poor families who were right. putting up all the shit sure and you look at it and yeah. it's like but, clearly that's not the issue clearly it's not like poor people yeah. fighting for their like tiny little scraps it's like there's racist undertones and yeah just shit the uh know.
1: the red Sox were the last team to have a, a have a black player and you know but recently, the Bruins were the first we yeah, right. Well, there you go. Uh, Adam Jones, who plays for the Baltimore, Orioles, while he was playing with the Orioles, he said that uh, he always hated going to Boston because just the racist things that were shouted at him in the outfield, uh, you know, and I'm sure that that was probably true at Yankee Stadium as well. I'm not going to you know say that. But, you know, so there is this sort of prevailing thing about it. But what is more fun and disgusting to talk about? is uh, apparently the uh, amount of uh, incest happening in the state of massachusetts so uh jeff was trying to uh do an Enron and get to a more serious topic i was deflecting but, from the growth <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, but laughs> I I, there's no way i was gonna bring this go ahead well
2: at the bottom of the article it says like the timeline here is a little off we know that this is a real news story i think right but it shows yeah. no,
1: I've, I've heard that I heard this story before and it's reported in many sources, which means there must be an police report that was filed and you know, this is all real. Yeah. So that that's the assumption. Yeah.
2: Um, Lori LeBoy posted a photo on Facebook. It says Lori LeBoy posted a photo on Facebook three years ago that she met. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. So she posted that picture three years ago referencing 2011. Okay. I was like, what? Um uh, got it. and the most
1: as disturbing as the story, <clears throat> I would say the most disturbing part it comes from the police. the police report. Uh, Lori is this man's wife, not his mother. Lori then stated that she saw her mother-in-law, Cheryl Lavoie, was naked off her husband, Tony Lavoy, having sex. So uh you has his mom fully nude, and uh, she's uh, writing him for all intents and purposes. And, uh, I, uh, I can't even, I imagine want to about, like, what the, 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 you possibly open the door, what you could see, you know, other than, I guess, committing a murder, like what you could see that would be worse, than that visual of, of walking in the door. But, uh, um, I, uh, I I don't, I mean, I don't know how the conversation goes. I don't know how you go from like, oh, mom sat next to me while I was playing video games on the couch, which is from his mm-hmm. and that just, you weren't able to control, control yourself. And uh, <clears throat> there's the joke question, which is, uh, you know, the, uh, what, what's, what's the problem with his wife? The, the three of them live in the house. How long has this been going on? It's a, it's a horrifying story. And, you do think that maybe Jeff, it would be more likely to be, uh, like from a really you know some rural, like deep 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 woods like Appalachia where like people don't get out of the house, you know something like that. But uh, uh, no, my Fitchburg, mind Massachusetts. Comes to
0: the Menendez is, and not not to to deflect it back to a incestuous LA case. But uh, my mind, when I read this story, my my mind goes worst case scenario, which is. This didn't just happen now, because that's fucking I don't think that's possible. Like I granted I've never <laughs> I've never had an edible complex. So cause my dad was dead long before that was an issue. <laughs> uh, um anyways, uh I'm just I don't I don't I can't imagine I guess I can't imagine this period, but I'm like I can't imagine that's something you like develop sexual feelings for your mom later in life. I would imagine the only scenario where this makes sense to me is like, he was molested as a child. And now this is just normal behavior for them, even in adulthood, like that this is the continuation of something much more sinister, which if that results in him going to prison and that was the case, I would be very conflicted about that. Right? Like if you've been conditioned from childhood by this this predatory monster, if that's what happened in his mom's case, and now, because you engaged in disgusting incestuous acts as an adult you have legal consequences so instead, they're facing 20 years in prison which is
1: yeah and it's enough where i mean the wife didn't just find it and uh and then become angry i mean she called the police to the house you know there are different ways to handle this and uh, that was what she felt uh was you know the, the way to handle it uh will uh what what are your thoughts on on this uh this uh horrible uh episode of uh, love american style
2: i'm also reading dominica saxon's comments did he say edible or edible complex and it's like, it reminds me of a joke I made a long time ago that I'm trying to remember because I was like so proud of it. But now, oh, did you hear the one about the guy who got high as a motherfucker? He tried edibles for the first time. Dude.
1: I, I do remember that joke.
2: Oh, I, what a great, that's of my life. I, do you think I if a cannibal I made you eats his
0: mom's, you know what, that that's an edible edible.
2: No, I don't want to kind of want to pull on this thread anymore.
0: <laughs> so, so just kind of took
1: it to a dark place. I hear this story. I just think it it's not something that's been going on since childhood that he's just sitting here and he's, you know, he's complaining to his mom, you know, and it's just more like, eh, my wife's the worst. ma. I wish I could get somebody more like you. And she was like, well,
2: no what if you world. could,
0: son? Tony. You want to check it out? Oh yeah, son. That sounds
2: wicked awesome. There, there is no world in which these two people are not supremely traumatized uh, in multiple ways by each other and by other people. Likely a shared individual. Uh, yeah. Th- this is this doesn't just happen. And even if it's the first time or whatever it is, the fact that she's like, I had suspicions they were getting closer. Like this was a this was a this was a contract that they had been writing up for a long time. Uh, because they're both fucked up, and it's like the unfortunate thing. It's like that. I try to look in on everything as like behavioral psychology, because that's really all the world is. And it's like just something happened to both of these people, and that like, oh, oof, it's disgusting and dark, but also like oddly, just just so depressing and sad. Because you're like, ew, you know what I mean? Like, oh god, I just it's terrible and dark and evil.
1: Yeah. Uh but
0: uh I'm <laughs>
1: choosing to, in the way where this is a funny
0: story. But um, what like, if the do... just wanted to fuck his mom like a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine just you like one like, being... like, <laughs> and just being like, damn, my mom is a baddie.
2: <sighs> nope
0: Imagine being
1: part of this extended family, you know, like just hypothetically say they all get together at Thanksgiving. And these two obviously aren't there because they're doing, you know, 10 to 20. And they're just like, what about fucking Tony and, and Cheryl there? You telling me you didn't see that before? The way he looked at her, you know, I mean, just I'd like to hear their conversations because, you know, somebody's going to be like, oh, I always knew. I always figured they had something going on.
0: Two versions of this joke. Version one: Tom Brady reads this article and says, "You can do that." Version two:
2: They're like, "What's wrong?" Tom Brady does it.
0: The, the <laughs> Tom fact, Brady does.
2: I marvel every day at how important that man was to the state. That now everyone just hates him. Like even the it's, people. It's
0: are in the way you do it, right? Like if if Henry Cavill. Had stepped down from super, superman and been like dude people who are a fan of superman are a bunch of douchebags like he had just phoned in his performance and been like fuck dc fans fuck fans of superman you can all suck a dick i'm going to go play iron man because you can suck and fuck you like that's kind of the way he did it like he quit on us last season he played yeah. like dog shit and then played with our emotions and then went to like a different team and was like see I'm going to do it and then has played like a bag of dicks so it's kind of like at this point we're just like now that we've gotten this revenge where he's doing bad and we're doing well it will be over it so much faster if he was doing well and we were doing bad oh god we would be so mad about it we would never be able to get over it I won't just let's play out if yeah. he sucks we're going to yeah it'll it'll be done with soon enough if we, uh, as long as we keep beat, winning and he keeps losing, <laughs>
2: yeah. fucking his mom, maybe.
0: Yeah, Tom Brady, senior. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Brady.
2: Tom Brady is the uh, reason they uh, make. The that you're talking about Jeff because he is the prime consumer, obviously.
0: He learned how to deflate balls from his dad. <laughs>
1: oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy, that's the first one that we got from World Today. The first, oh boy! Uh, well, look, if there's nothing that, <laughs> if there's, nothing that you, uh, and yeah, there's
0: nothing,
1: if there's nothing that, that
2: you, there's
1: uh, nothing that. There's nothing that you've learned in seven and a half years of the podcast is that if there's a story about incest where it's uh, seemingly consenting adults, uh, you can usually come to us for that story, and uh, we will uh, try to help you navigate the. Uh, <laughs> horrifying visual from uh from laurie Lavoie who uh walked in on there and uh i guess i guess his aunt was there too uh it's just sort of brought in i think in part of the police report so um they uh so were either of you surprised to find out that uh incest is actually like against the law and punishable by 20 years in prison i'm not saying that it should yeah, be a absolutely. good thing but
0: uh, it's surprising with consenting adults right because it's look it's fucking gross and it makes sense in the in the sense that we're aware that if they try to procreate that they're basically really giving a high chance of probability that there's going to be like problems with that child and they're going to have a really difficult life physically or whatever or mentally because like it's known that uh incest creates problems genetically because there's not enough diversity so it makes sense in that that because they're trying to like maybe mitigate consequences and it makes sense from the idea of like like i was saying like especially if it's a child then that obviously that's pedophilia which is different but then like i'm I, kind of the story i laid out where it's like this is what happens if you didn't catch the pedophilia when they were still a child like it's still there still needs to be consequences
2: for it um, I'm sure that's to some degree what happened in this scenario. There's If, I,
0: if that's what happened, I, we, I just I don't know the history I, of it, but it's I, like, it's I, like but if, to a child
2: creates this sort of relationship with a parent that's like yeah. really, really sick and twisted, and it's if, unfortunate that it's behavioral. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, here's a gross scenario still, I think, but one where it's almost like, I think you can you can maybe accept it? I don't know. Uh adopted you uh, were raised adopted from like childhood you have no idea and then meet this woman out or whatever and you're into older ladies and whatever happens and it turned out to be your mom like uh, it's obviously an insane scenario but like would that be illegal like would you would there be a precedent to like no, if you then when... found out that that was your mom
2: would that have the same you old boys, you cut your tongue out and fucking go crazy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, what you just pitched sounds like an Adam Sandler movie, you know.
0: And, and then, I then I met my mom. mom. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hit, mommy? Exactly. That's yeah.
1: Well, answer. uh, right. and then let's see. I mean obviously these were uh actors on television what uh UV look scrims in here. Uh but uh I guess it was uh definitely that uh people were a little creeped out by when that story broke like
0: some but that was enough, his third years there's nothing ago. wrong with that according to Pornhub.
2: <laughs> 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 what what frustrates me, honestly, and this is like you the know? dumbest thing to say that I'm frustrated by, but it's like anytime I'm like going looking at shit. I'm like, I want to watch porn, and it's like stepmom and, st- and I'm like, they're the same age. I don't believe any of this. It's totally unreasonable. <laughs> <It's>, no, no. <laughs> that man is like, older than her. It's ridiculous.
0: Me and my steps getting along. A couple like 40 year olds. No, come on. We're just trying to So just yeah. don't have a story where the don't care.
1: No, and, and that's the interesting thing. It's almost like for legal reasons, they have to establish that, excuse me, that they're step-siblings, you know what I mean? They're like, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh my God, you came here and I'm completely naked and you're like, okay, this conversation has gone on already longer than it would in real life. You know, the get the fuck out of here. Like that's basically when it would end, right? I mean, I don't know, but- Wait, 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 wait. Uh
0: Important so from this article, I know that they said that they were like playing video games. Did they get trapped under the couch while playing video games? Because that's a very plausible scenario
2: <laughs> when, <laughs> if, uh, is, is any indicator on how real life works, especially when accidental sex happens. As the article states, it just happened. Then, yes, getting stuck in a washing machine or under a couch. Or in between couch pillows, or behind a bed, usually results believe, in some sort of sexual
0: encounter. I believe the poet laureate Marshall Mathers put it best. What you trip, fell, landed on his dick.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, I think we could talk about that story all day, and uh, I, I'm interested in the feedback from uh, other people uh, about that story, uh, and. Uh, you know, let's let's choose to just imagine two adults sitting on the couch, and they just were unable to control their urges for the first time ever, and just they just view. By the way, Google this story and uh, see all the people involved. Uh, it doesn't help make it. Uh, any
2: less terrifying? In all honesty,
0: <laughs> it has the. It would be, it the, would be uh, more the, the, if
2: the people were attractive. Is that what you're implying, Christian?
1: No, because you visualize it and then you see them, so that makes it worse. Because whatever you visualized, the people in your head were probably more attractive than <laughs> the actual people. I'm just gonna assume, you know, that. <laughs> You know, that that you have, like, Greg and Carol in your head to
0: uh, borrow from uh, Uvula Screamer Show's Imagine 60 you know? years of just cramming Pepperidge fam into your mouth. That's what his mom looks like. <laughs> but
1: if they hadn't gotten caught, what would it? What would the small talk have been like afterwards? You know, it's like, hey, Ma, we can have pork chops for dinner tonight, or what? You know? Can you? Mom! Hey. Meatloaf! After I finish the dishes, I'll come back <laughs> and I'll toss your salad, Tony. All right. But not right now. I have to toss the actual salad in the fucking kitchen. I'll be back in a little bit. Uh, anyway, that's that's where we have to leave it. I mean, you'd think like if this were the end of, at 398 episodes, I'd be proud to end with this. You know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, it would be fitting. It would be a fitting one sunset. Uh, but not ride onto your mother in the sunset. <laughs> but uh, I think whenever we do have a uh, a final episode, maybe we'll have to uh, revisit this. But I mean, at this point, like I don't know what it would take. What would doc... What'd you say about Doctor Strange?
0: I asked if that's what it's about, riding a uh, nine foot mother into with a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh boy.
1: So, uh, this is where we are, and uh, your thoughts where on us, please, we invite in nine months to quarantine mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> by the way, uh, Jacob uh, and Dominicus, I'm not going to share any of your comments right now, but uh, I, I appreciate how invested you guys are in this topic. Uh, but yeah, it has been, uh, it's been, oh yeah, it's been six months now, hasn't it? Because it was March, it was March 11th was that day that like. Wait a minute. Tom Hanks has COVID, and then the NBA shut down, and then uh, we started because, uh, like, that next week we were going to do the show at this show at Will's house, and uh, that Jason Blair was on his, uh, his his very unfortunately timed trip from uh, Austin to Los Angeles uh, as the world was closing down between him, uh, him and uh, his destination. Uh, six months. Uh, well, how many more? Let's do a little uh, gentleman's bet. Uh, how much longer do you think it's going to stay like this? Uh, I I understand we're going to have a vaccine by election day, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. But uh, am I being naive in that hope?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, effective and like a vaccine that will actually. Yes, I mean everything that's going on from this administration is such a shit show that like I just can't. I I am dumbfounded each day that there could possibly be that many people who can listen to this person speak and not realize that he doesn't know anything. So, we're here safely, if we want to be smart, people are going to start to do what they want to do. I don't know. Things will probably open up ish because they need Christmas shopping and money and all that kind of stuff, but like really like a a, a vaccine that's going to be the one that we end up having to work with as time goes on, like a flu, back, flu shot kind of thing, probably like February. Yeah. I
1: mean, uh, you, you can rush it as much as you want, but uh, it's hard to say. And uh, we'll uh, we'll have another uh, uh, six weeks to talk about this, but uh, just uh, all of the things that you just said about president Trump, just, remember to think back on the fact that they ran the one guy who probably can't beat him. So uh, the, you know, it's like literally the one guy who's just like, you know, so it'll be interesting to see a uh, debate between the two of them because it won't have a crowd. It'll uh, just be, you know, two guys and a moderator. And you'll actually, it might actually make a difference for once. Yeah. uh, Trump
2: can't play for the crowd and he doesn't fucking know anything. So he doesn't get to
1: Uh, right. But uh, yeah, but uh, old all uh, all slow Joe is uh, reading everything off of a uh, tele- days. So uh, it'll be interesting to see two guys uh, that are both very used to having a net in a very different way, <laughs> just without a net. So uh, it's uh, I don't know. I think that they should actually make that first debate uh, pay per view. Uh, and, uh, we'll be covering that on the channel. Uh, we'll be doing a special, uh, Trump report that night, which I think is, let's see, I can look at the calendar, uh, Tuesday, September 29th, uh, after the debate, we'll be there, but, uh, obviously there'll be plenty of black casting between now and then, uh, Jeff, back to my initial question. Uh, do you feel like, uh, we've got an over under of, Let's see, this is September. I'm going to set the line at three months. Do you think over or under that for an effective vaccine
0: for the COVID-19? Over, I think over, because I think, here's the thing. We want it to be quick, but things like vaccines, you're supposed to test for long-term effects because those are things that you need to know about. Because if you put things in your body like via vaccine, like it can have long-term effects. So I, I would like to, I'd like them to take the proper time. I'd like to go like, look, we can all sacrifice these things. We've built enough industry through like digital mediums. We can continue to do so. We can find ways to get people working. For online stores for fulfillment or this or that for holiday season or production, whatever you need, right? Like we can be creative about these things. I think the worst thing we could do would be to go look for a quick solution because of how painful it's been. That's how you end up drinking bleach.
1: Uh yep uh and uh because uh I want to be in the conversation uh Yuvel shares a thought that uh, I've seen from many people that uh it will all go away on November 4th uh that is the day after election day and uh when it is no longer an issue that needs to be leveraged uh Yuvel is not being singled out for that opinion because you're not the only one that has it you are just happen to be the only one in our chat uh who who thinks that And uh, I've I've often said this, I think, you know, it might be 10, 15 years. There'll come a point where we look back on 2020 and there'll probably be a lot of like, oh, remember all this stuff that we did that seems so stupid now? And then there'll probably be one or two things of like, yeah, I can't believe like 10 million people. The one that you thought was safe, you know, this is not a real explanation, but this is like, oh, yeah, but if only we all knew that we could actually have caught it by using Zoom on our computers, you know, and I'm using that as a dumb example because it's something that we all do, you know? So, like, one day we'll be like, we, the, the thing that we all thought was safe is definitely not the thing we should have been doing. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating, but, Jeff, you're able to go out to a movie theater and, and not eat. So I feel like that is, like, it's a it's a hollow victory for you, Not much like your snacks. But you do get to go to the movies, you know.
0: It's, well, the whole situation's frustrating at this point because of how easy it is to use other countries' success with this exact same fucking issue, and how they had that success following basic tenants that people in our country are so entrenched in identity politics, and I get that. It's like. Um, that's that's the point. That's what all these many people have made so much money doing, figuring out how to game everybody's reactions and minds into identity of politics. But it's so unfortunate that we're at that point here where like our, our lives and our health are fodder for politics and are things that will will suggest people don't do things that are basic and obvious for any kind of clout one way or the other. Right. It's just it's unfortunate. I wouldn't want to see it from anyone on any side. It's like, I don't want to see Democrats kissing China's ass when they're slaughtering off Muslims or whatever else they're doing to them. I don't want to see any of it, but it's all going to keep happening. Um, So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've been. I'm, if you want to ask me uh, about, let the me bring world, in. Some, uh, basically, involved him into total nihilism over the last however many months. So I don't have a lot of faith yeah. in him. No, but look, the the fact
1: that uh, you're willing to go out and sit in a movie theater, regardless of the not having snacks, is like all right. So, but that seemed like a a normal kind of uh, thing for you to do, which I I don't know. To me, that's. That's encouraging. Uh, Two comments from Dominica Saxon. I hope it doesn't go away after the election for the fact that it means so many people are politicizing a global pandemic. Yeah, I would I would hate for that to be the thing that we find out of, you know, like, oh, yeah, they definitely uh, played it up uh, for political gain. And you can say that on uh, either side of the equation. Uh, You know, this is a hypothetical. Uh, Dominica says I canceled my AMC A-list membership because they still serve popcorn but took out the butter dispensers. That's my line in the sand. That is why, why I made that that comment here because, yeah, well, well the communal butter dispensers, I think they're concerned because it's like if anywhere that has fountain drinks, they have someone who operates the fountain now because they don't want you to have access to something that someone else will consume. Yeah. So if you're germs getting uh on the dispenser for the soda or for the butter i, I guess yeah. that uh, yeah. that's why I mean, that seems like an easy they, fix, they must it must move it behind
0: the counter don't get rid of it go hey we'll do that for you yeah and just be like yeah and and like the it, it's sort of like when
1: a waiter or waitress like brings the the salt thing to the table and you just say like nope keep going no
0: seriously keep it going i would that's like not one plate yet. of parmesan and, please. Uh, Go get another piece of cheese. You let them grate the whole thing at the fancy restaurant, and go like, go get another one. I'm not done. I want to play that power play. Well, i
1: I want to I want to end on a fun, uh, positive note, but uh, also I guess there's uh, a, a final uh, follow up. From sex, and you can get a half cup of butter from concession, but only one per order, which is enough for like one handful. No. Look, if you're gonna let me get the butter, uh, yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, you should, uh, butter it, should to be, order. it, should be all you can eat. Uh, uh Uvula Scream is we're, we're putting their mouths on the butter spigot. Uh, so apparently, you have indeed been to the movie theater with myself because, yes, you just put your head under it. You uh, let the the butter pool in there and then you fill it with the popcorn and you shake your mouth around and it's perfect. And uh, I believe that uh, that's the same way that uh, Tony McVie uh, handled uh, a certain uh, interaction with a family member in his life, but uh, we're uh, only moving forward. We're not moving backward in our conversation. I did want to end something uh, that I think is fun for uh, to share with you guys and uh, hopefully people in the audience, is the fact that uh, I, for the first time ever, I submitted a comic book to CGC, who is a professional uh, organization that uh, they'll do signings and all sorts of other things, and uh, including uh, getting your books cleaned and pressed. So I got a triple signature on this book, which some of you might recognize mm-hmm. it as the the origin of the Spider-Man black suit, which would go on to become Venom. It is signed by Mike Zeck, the artist, Jim Shooter, the author, and Mike Beattie, the inker. So, uh, And then I got a clean impressed for uh, an upgrade and a rating. So for people who actually collect comics, because it's a 9-2, is uh, is very impressive for something that I bought uh, for $75. Uh, five years ago uh, I'd like to commend I, Marvel I did spend a Marvel. lot of money
0: to get the triple. What's that Jeff? So I was going to say I didn't mean to cut you off I was going to say I'd like to commend Marvel For accurate representation All the way back then By only paying $200 For the design of a black Spider-Man
1: Right. Yes, uh, the uh, the version that was submitted for the the new suit uh, that uh, did, it was kind of submitted to somebody and they did pay him $200. Uh, his suit had some red on it, uh, but it was basically uh-huh. that suit just with a little bit of red. Uh, and uh, so... But anyway, so uh, I was told that uh, triple signed like that. Uh, my book uh, is now worth five hundred dollars, but uh, I'm going to sell it as soon as Tom Holland puts on a black suit in a movie, because uh, at that point I figure I can sell it for a thousand dollars. So I'm going to hang it until then. But uh, it's uh, it's literally the only time I've done it. Uh, I've had I've sent something off to somewhere like that. And it's weird because they do this thing where they like they clean it and they do what they call pressing it. I don't know if you, uh, if if Will, you've ever considered any of your more valuable books, sending them off, anything like that. Uh, I'd known people that had done it, but it's honestly not something I'd ever thought of. But then getting it triple signed, uh, I was kind of excited at the idea to have something cool like this that I'm able to, you know, hang up at some point when I get around. I would do
2: some, I would do like some Wally book, like a significant Wally thing, but. Uh, I haven't it's all in storage in my dad's house or at My dad's like storage sure. unit Sitting in the hot ass weather So maybe they're fucked up I don't know But they're bagged and boarded.
1: Yeah Well that's the interesting thing about my uh, Secret Wars number 8 It was in a stack of comics in a box A box which by the way I shipped Across the country 17 years ago uh, It was neither bagged nor boarded but uh with a little press and a clean uh it uh is officially ranked uh, graded as a 9.2 so uh I, I think that uh you know do as i say not as i do you should take care of your comics because maybe i could have a 9.8 after 35 years and uh triple signed but uh um yeah so that's you know I just thought it was a fun thing to leave people on because as much as I feel like we should end the show talking about incest uh, I thought that uh, maybe a, a cool collectible would be a better way to uh, to go um, but everybody should keep in touch with us online will I know that uh, Sonder L A being uh, it's moving to some new location where people can well, find I it so uh, please let everybody know.
2: Yeah, Sondra is staying on Instagram, but it's also now available on a streaming service called Fearless, which you can download the app. It's called Fearless. It's like a little green lightning bolt. Um, They promote um, like stories about inclusivity, LGBTQ plus themes, characters, diversity, all that kind of stuff, which fits in line with our show. So if you haven't seen the Instagram and you feel like you want to get a new streaming service tomorrow, all 10 episodes will be available for free on Fearless. So it's exciting.
1: Uh, and yeah, if, if you want some kind of interpersonal drama that is not as disturbing as what's going on in Pittsburgh, Massachusetts, uh, you know, uh, check that out. And, uh, I, I think that uh, it would be a more uplifting experience, uh, Jeff, uh, other than the occasional, uh, masked trips to the uh, movie theater, where can people find you and
0: do Ray Jeff? Good question. In my basement. I have not been active and I don't have any plans on being active on social media anytime soon. I'm not interested in engaging with society in that way. I'd rather continue to try to find ways to get back to centering myself. So I haven't like deactivated anything or deleted anything, but I'm not using anything.
1: If I were to send you forty photos of actual yeah, if I were to send you forty actual photos of actual dumpster fires, would you would you post one a day as uh yeah as just sure. like a little uh big a little statement? All right, I'll see how many I can find. <laughs> Checking in
0: on society you know, today.
1: Maybe maybe we come up with it's like, and here it is today, you know. And then, and maybe, it, it, maybe the crescendo is that there's a dumpster that's on fire, but you see that the fire has spread to a dumpster that's next to it, you know, like it's a, behind a restaurant where they have the dumpster, but then there's also the dumpster for the recycling, and then that is also on fire, so. Uh, But you can find that sort of thing uh, At Jeff Duray On uh, Instagram and Twitter And of course Duray Jeff I think Duray Jeff actually posts more than you do Uh, I think that uh, He just doesn't get He has no fucks left to give Duray Jeff He just speaks his mind whenever he can
0: Yeah, I mean There's been some uh, problems with the fire Burning up a lot of crops of fucks That once once existed (laughs) There were once fields of fucks
2: but now they've all been now they yeah. lay barren. they lay bare barren before us.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that and that's the worst thing because honestly, at the end of last year, I really thought that 2020 was going to be an amazing crop of and uh, now you look and they are definitely all gone. Yeah. Uh, well, keeping that in mind, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ, this YouTube channel for those watching on YouTube I guess blackcast is uh, where you can subscribe find not just the blackcast but uh, some of the other shows I do including uh Marvel Movie Talk and the Trump Report and if you want to see after shows for the final I think six episodes of Agents of Shield that we did that's all there a lot of interviews get posted on here so there's a lot of stuff on there and uh you know look I've I think I've I've doubled the amount of subscribers I on the uh, black cast page I don't need to I don't, I don't need to share any numbers you know but uh, <laughs> I've doubled it so uh, there's something to be said for that and I, I do appreciate everybody who uh, one watches anything but if they stuff enough that they subscribe and make sure that you uh, keep your ears open for next week's all audio episode which is a flash blatt episode and then of course One week from today will be a video episode of Blackass 400 uh, where I'm joined by uh, a five-time Emmy award-winning comedian, Dennis Miller, uh, who you may not know, has a podcast on Westwood One called The Dennis Miller Option uh, and a TV show uh, for RT called Dennis Miller Plus One. So I see I've already gotten his uh, plugs in there. So now I don't have to give them on the show. Uh, You'll be able to find that at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the same black cast channel. Uh, guys, I always appreciate the fact that uh, when we get together for an hour, it really means 110 minutes. Uh, I do always appreciate that. It's uh, actually this episode is now uh, longer. It's actually a hundred and I think I did the minutes wrong, but uh, this episode is actually longer than New Mutants. So uh, oh. keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. For the yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, we appreciate spending the time. Uh, I left my bell outside. I, I had to move in because uh, I apparently my battery was only good for uh, just over an hour. So uh, I'll have to charge it better the next time I try to do the show outside, but that's all right. You know, it was fun. Uh, anyway, always fun to uh, catch up with you guys and uh, everyone in the chat. We will see you next time, or we will hear you next time. You'll hear us next time on the black cast. Ding.
0: Alright, several Texas had are going to take care of some business, but I'm here to say, have a nice day, and listen to the damn show.